Welcome to Thrive 9 to 5, a podcast all about how you can kick ass in the office and in life without feeling exhausted or overwhelmed. Each week, I'm sharing simple self-care strategies, mindset hacks, and time management tips so you can get promoted without burning yourself out. My goal is to help you create success without sacrificing your soul or your sanity. I'm your host, Celeste Harrington. Okay, Thrivers. So I want to talk about people pleasing and my client's most recent success uh, with his $300,000 job offer that he just recently received, but also turned down. We knew he was going to turn it down, but I want to talk about this evolution, this process of him going through the interviews, thinking about the offer, declining the offer, getting offered even more money, still declining the offer and what that process was like for him. So we did a lot of work ahead of time in order for him to feel really good and in integrity with himself to turn down this offer. We were looking a lot at his people-pleasing tendencies because that came up in a big way during this offer process. So how this people-pleasing came up is he knew he wanted to turn down the offer. He knew he did not want to move to New York. He's currently based on the West Coast. And the idea was nice. And at first, he was really attracted to New York and the lifestyle that he could have there. But in the end, decided it wasn't for him. So the conclusion that my client came to was to turn down this opportunity before he even got the offer. And I was really curious at why he wouldn't just want to see what they're going to offer him, or if he even got the offer in the first place. And the reason why he wanted to turn down the opportunity, and I want to say opportunity instead of offer, because he didn't receive a formal offer yet. It was still just an opportunity that he had interviewed for. He was very, very confident they were going to offer him a position, but he wanted to turn down the opportunity before he even received the offer. And I was like, why do you want to do that? <laughs> I'm curious. Aren't you curious? <laughs> Let's see what we're, what we're going to get. We as in it's me and him, but kind of is. I'm really attached to my clients and their success. <laughs> I shouldn't be. I am. I'm really invested in your success. I want to know what opportunities you're going after. So we really dug into this. And what came up is he didn't want to waste the hiring manager's time, which really blew my mind. It's like, what do you mean you don't want to waste the hiring manager's time? And he's like, well, they're going to put together the offer for me and the packet and all the details. And I'm just going to turn it down. So I'm just going to turn down the opportunity before they waste their time putting together the offer. And I was just kind of mind blown here. It's like, you know, let's look at that. Do we really know that the hiring manager is wasting their time? what else are we thinking about whenever we're doing this, whenever we're in this people-pleasing state? Because what he was doing when saying that he wanted to prevent the hiring manager from wasting their time, I asked him, I was like, you know, why are you spending so much time thinking about the hiring manager and the hiring manager's time and the hiring manager's experience and not your own? So that's so fascinating because whenever we're focused only on the hiring manager and manipulating our behaviors around 
what someone else's experience is going to be, right? Because he thought if he turned down the opportunity before he got the formal offer, that he'd be saving the hiring manager time, the hiring manager would not be annoyed or frustrated with him. And that's really not true. We cannot control the emotional experience of others or the actions or reactions of others on how they're going to perceive or accept us. So with my client trying to save face, trying to decline the opportunity before the hiring manager could put together the offer packet and the offer letter, he thought that he would save this relationship. And on the flip side, he thought that he would be ruining the relationship by declining the offer after receiving it, knowing that he was going to decline it anyways, which is also really interesting because isn't accepting and declining offers part of the deal? Like I think also the hiring manager wants you to accept it. They want to make it really enticing for you to accept it, but they also know the opportunity for you to decline is also there. It's always a yes, no, and of course, space for negotiation as well. But I thought it was really valuable to bring here to the podcast to really evaluate how much time are we spending thinking about other people and how they perceive us, especially in the workplace. Where are we manipulating and changing our behavior to save face, to prevent other people from having a negative emotion or a negative experience with us. And I want to go back into my client's experience really quickly and talk about what happened after he declined the offer. So he did get the offer. We decided during a coaching call that he was not going to decline the opportunity. He was going to wait for the offer to come in. That's when he was offered $300,000 in total compensation. He declined it at that time. And the hiring manager was very far from frustrated. (laughs) The hiring manager actually offered him even more money, 330K, and then said, hey, I'm going on leave. The hiring manager was going to have a child and said, hey, I'm going on leave until January. The opportunity is yours until then. Like the complete opposite of frustration. So whenever we're sitting here in this space and we're assuming that people that we're interacting with are going to have this experience with us, frustration or annoyance, we're wasting their time. We're just assuming those things are going to happen. And we kind of spin out and tell ourselves the story of what's going to happen if we act a certain way. So if my client declined the opportunity before the offer was even presented to him, the hiring manager was going to be frustrated or annoyed or not like him or close off other opportunities in the future. Like this entire false story that he was telling himself when that wasn't the case at all. So really it's a lesson in understanding where are you manipulating and modifying your behavior to protect the emotions of others? Where are you assuming ahead of time how people are going to react or respond to you and your actions? And then Where are we not poking holes in that story? The other side of it, where actually something really amazing could be possible. They could offer me way more money. They could extend the opportunity for me. I might have more flexibility. They might put me in contact with someone else who I might be a better fit for. Those are so many different opportunities that could be available. But because we're spending so much time on the experience that someone else might have that might be negative, 
which is such a way more fun story for the brain to tell as this negative story than the positive one, right? It's a really more of a primitive response. Our brains are very much primed to focus on the negative and what's not working or what could possibly go wrong instead of really diving into the other side where everything could work out really well in our favor or even better than we could possibly imagine. So I just thought that was a really fascinating story and how he was really modifying his behavior, was going to turn down this opportunity before he was presented this amazing offer. And what was really fascinating is that once he got the offer of $300,000 and then soon to be $330,000, even after he declined it, he was still able to leverage that compensation for another job opportunity that he plans on accepting later. (laughs) So if he had sent an email, assuming the hiring manager was going to be frustrated or annoyed, he would have denied himself compounding compensation over the course of his career lifetime. Like that is really unfortunate. And where I'm thinking that we are all doing this in the workplace and in our lives in general is where are we denying ourselves really amazing opportunities like this compounding compensation over the lifetime of your career because you're manipulating your behavior or modifying your behavior to satisfy other people. That was just really, really eye-opening to me. And I thought it was so valuable and worth sharing to you because I think that you can also take this lesson and see, hey, where am I walking on eggshells or where am I thinking about other people and really not focusing on myself and what my true desires were? Because my client really was curious. He really did want this offer regardless if he was going to decline it or not. And if you had just focused on that, it's kind of like staying in your lane, right? You have blinders on where you're not focusing on other people's experiences. And I mean, we could talk deeper about if that's selfish or are we ignorant of other people's experiences? And of course, we can be sensitive to that. And I think now is a really great time to be sensitive of other people's experiences on this planet. But whenever you're thinking about your career and growth, You are shutting the door to opportunities for you to grow and for other promotions or projects or areas for expansion by thinking that other people are going to turn you down or other people are going to be frustrated or other people are going to be annoyed with you instead of maybe thinking this could be really amazing or uh, they might really think that I'm a great person for this role they could offer me even more (laughs) than I'm going for. I mean, those are the things that we can really think about when we're going after career growth and just growth in general, which is where can we open the doors? And by opening doors, you're poking holes in the narrative that you're telling yourself that you're spinning out on that people are going to be annoyed and frustrated with you. So I think it's really interesting And it's a really great exercise in boosting your confidence as well, because when you're thinking people are going to be frustrated or annoyed, you're not a really confident person either, right? There's a lot of doubt, a lot goes along with those people pleasing and almost like an imposter syndrome too, thinking like you aren't worthy of getting this position or even getting the opportunity, whether you're going to accept it or not. And then also having the power to accept or decline, like it is totally in your lane to accept or decline an opportunity that feels right or aligned with you, right? My client didn't want to move to New York. So whether he got the opportunity or not, the offer or not, he was going to decline. And 
by telling the hiring manager, hey, I'm not interested before even putting the offer together. Like, hey, don't waste your time on me. (laughs) Don't put the offer together for little old me. I'm not worth your time. Like that is totally a confidence crusher. Instead of saying, hey, yeah, I'm totally an amazing candidate. Put the offer together for me and I'll consider it. Because who knows what the opportunity could have been. But it's really empowering to know that you have that choice and that also people are serving you as well. The hiring manager's job is to create offers for you to accept or decline. That is their job. I don't know if that they would be frustrated or annoyed. And if they are, how can we as humans, that is a human emotion, a human experience to be frustrated and to be annoyed. (laughs) We are frustrated and annoyed ourselves. How can we adapt to that, to experiencing frustration, to experiencing annoyed, whether it's ourselves or someone else having that emotional experience. What are we making it mean about ourselves that someone's frustrated with us or annoyed with us? And you can do that now, whether it's in a future role or your current position or with partners in your life or family members who are frustrated or annoyed with you. How can you work with that? we can play that game or we can play that out. Or if someone's experiencing that now, if someone's frustrated with you, what do you do? What do you make that mean about you? Or do you say, Hey, like that's in their lane. They're allowed to be frustrated. They're allowed to be annoyed. Like what if you just granted people permission to have whatever experience they wanted on this planet? How amazing would that be (laughs) if we were all allowed to be able to experience our full spectrum of emotions instead of saying, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change my behavior to protect you from feeling annoyed or to protect you from feeling frustrated because I don't want to be the person responsible for your frustration or your annoyance. It's just a really great exercise to practice is, hey, am I protecting someone from feeling annoyed or frustrated? Or do I want to continue to go after my desires and dreams And I'll be here and be supportive if someone's going to be frustrated or annoyed with me while I go on that journey. Or am I going to keep myself back and hold myself back from achieving my desires and dreams to prevent people from having an emotional experience that they actually might not even have, right? Go back to my client who was going to decline the opportunity, thinking that the hiring manager might have a negative emotional response to, to him declining, which wasn't true at all. The hiring manager offered him more money and extended the offer for a few more months. So think about where we're playing small in an attempt to protect people from an experience they may not even have. Very fascinating thing that we're doing with our brains. It's like this game of make-believe or imagination that really isn't working out for us (laughs) or anyone else, because someone actually might want you to ask for the project or might want you to decline the offer or might want the opportunity to give you more money. Who knows? That's where it's really valuable to get really curious. Can you get curious about the possibility that someone may not be upset? Or if they are upset with you, how can you adapt to that? How can you say, hey, that's okay. They're allowed to be upset. I'm allowed to be upset. We're all humans here. I'm part of humanity. (laughs) And that means that negative emotions are part of life. So we can really think about what's possible for us and like put possibility on a platter when we're going after these big goals, whether it's a new job or a promotion or a project or even health and wellness or fitness goals. If we have this like platter of possibility, 
open to us and it's a spectrum of positive to negative, this really great, amazing thing could happen to me. I could get an offer and they could even offer me more money and extend the offer out by six months. Or I could not get the offer and they don't like me and I could really piss some people off. Where are you on the spectrum of accepting like what would feel good to you on the spectrum? And if you landed on either side, how would you feel and how will you react if you got the offer or not? Or if someone got upset at you for declining the offer, what would you do? And I think that's a really, another really great exercise to play that out. I know I did this with another client who was experiencing a layoff. If we played out, hey, if you do get laid off, what's going to happen? And we played it out of here's all the emotions I'm going to feel. Here are the steps I'm going to take to adapt to this layoff. And she ended up getting laid off while on vacation and was able to handle it amazingly because we did all the work ahead of time. We experienced all the emotions ahead of time. So if you're going after big goals, if you have an interview experience, if you're going to go ask for a promotion, if you are asking for more money or whatever you're doing, play both sides of the story out, play out getting the rejection. What emotions are you going to feel? How are you going to feel those emotions? What is your experience going to be like? Go down to that deep, dark side of what's going to happen if that happens to you. And then also play the other side. Hey, there, I'm going to get this job. This is how I'm going to feel when I get it. This is how I'm going to act when I get this job. And you can really play out like your future self, no matter what option happens to you, A or B or somewhere in between. Because what that does is it opens up this door to this new emotional experience for you, for you to be able to adapt to someone's frustration or adapt to your new growth opportunity that's coming your way. And that I think opens up people pleasing and kind of cracks the shell on people pleasing. Because if we are able to absorb and handle our own emotional experience, and I'm kind of like drawing a circle around me like a bubble, if someone is frustrated at me, you know, that's in their bubble. And I can let it into mine and I can absorb their frustration or their annoyance with me, or I can just kind of let it bounce off, right? That's kind of like the talk of resilience, what everyone's talking about right now, especially with all the COVID-19 and the pandemic in 2020. And of course, in 2021 is like this word of resilience is how can we bounce back? And I don't even know that you have to bounce back at all. It's like, hey, how can I let someone be annoyed with me and let someone be frustrated with me if that's what's going to happen? How can I let that happen? Can I sit here and like allow it? I think that's the first step into a lot of this thought work and mindset work is this allowance And I like the word allow almost more than accept, especially for all of my people pleasers and all of my self-critical brain clients out there is acceptance can feel a little bit like defeat instead of allowance, which is like, hey, I'm giving this permission to happen right now. I'm letting someone be frustrated with me. I'm letting someone be annoyed with me. Or hey, I'm letting myself be really excited for this new opportunity, even if I'm going to decline it. Or, hey, I'm letting myself be really confident to go ask my boss for this promotion. So allowance is how we can kind of crack this nut that is people-pleasing. How can we allow ourselves to go after what we want, but also allow someone else to be mad at us if we do that? So I'm going to leave that here for today. 
If you have any questions or thoughts about people pleasing, or you're going after a big juicy promotion or job opportunity, and you feel like you are modifying your behavior, really dive into what are you not allowing? Are you not allowing yourself to be disappointed? Are you not allowing others to be disappointed in you (laughs) if you decline or accept or ask for more? So there's some really empowering questions that I hope you can apply to your life as you go after your dreams. Talk to you next week. Thanks for joining this week on Thrive 9 to 5. If this episode hit home for you, because I know it did, join Thrive Weekly, a newsletter for people just like you who are looking to do success differently. The link to subscribe is in the show notes below. You can also follow along on Instagram at Celeste double underscore Harrington. And as always, subscribe to the Thrive 9 to 5 podcast so you can stay up to date as new episodes drop each week. I'll talk to you next time.